50 years, Black Uhuru has remained as one of the most popular, recognized and prolific reggae bands from Jamaica. The living legends have earned several achievements in the music industry, including winning the first ever Grammy Award for reggae music. Their long success along with having the highest reggae record sales after Bob Marley and the most songs sampled by other artists over the years has allowed them to become ambassadors of reggae. Welcome to the Black Uhuru DocuCast. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Muscle, and this is another Two-Line Music Huts Entertainment Report podcast. And today, we have a really special guest. He's a Grammy Award winner. He's been nominated eight times, has 14 full-length albums, seven instrumental dub albums, four live albums. They have the highest record sales behind Bob Marley. You know we have in the building today? We have Ducky Simpson of Black Yuhu in the building today. What's going on, Big Boss? Big up muscle, nine star general. It's a long, long way from Jamaica to here. You understand. you understand. On this podcast, we like to take it right from the beginning and then bring it right up to 2021. But I know somebody like you, we're going to have to do this in several parts because you have such a long history and complicated history too. But we're going to start it off and then see where we get to. You understand? 50 years 50 year of complication. Over 50 years of complication, you know? That's a long time, boss. <laughs> <laughs> so generally, the first question I like to ask is, where did you grow up in Jamaica, and what type of child were you? Where did I grow up? I was born in on Thompson Street, in front of the Ambassador Door Theater, right on the border of Reem and Jonestown. But when I look at my birth certificate, it says I was born on Maxill Avenue. Mm-hmm. And I was born on the 24th of the 6th, 1950. Wow. But my birth certificate says the 22nd mm-hmm. of the 6th, 1950. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been working with. I've been working with the 24th all my life. So I just keep working with the 24th. And my name was spelled, on my birth certificate, my name spelled D-E-R-E-K. Mm-hmm. But I've been spelling my name all my life, D-E-R-R-I-C-K. Got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we work with Thompson Street and 24th of the 6th, 1950, and D-E-R-R-I-C-K. Got you. And what type of child were you growing up in the neighborhood at this time here now? Well, I was born in front of the Ambassador Theater. Um, when I was one year old, which was 51 Storm. I think it was Charlie. And my parents moved to Asquith Street. Mm-hmm. So I was from, uh, I was at Asquith Street for a short period, maybe until I was about four or five. Then I moved to Moore Street off Maxill Avenue, just little below Channel One. Mm-hmm. And I left from Maxill Avenue when I was about 11, between 11 years to 11 and a half years after taking common entrance mm-hmm. and go, went to Waterhouse. What was it like growing up in Waterhouse as a child now, 11-year-old child? <laughs> well, Waterhouse. Waterhouse was a tough neighborhood, you know, as everybody know. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very fruitful. We had a lot of cane, you know, cause I moved there, I moved there in the night. Mm-hmm. 
And when I woke up in the morning, it was like I was in country. A lot of cane, a lot of kalalo, a lot of hockey, mangoes, all kind of fruit, you name it, you know? So now I'm in Waterhouse about 11 years of age, living with my mother and one sister mm -hmm. and stuff like that. My father was in the US, USA. Okay. And Waterhouse, what type of vibe was it like in Waterhouse at this time here now? At that, at that time, Waterhouse was a very nice place for me, you know, because I come in... Coming from Kingston in Rima, you know, and getting to Waterhouse now is a new environment. It's like a country environment, you know. Waterhouse was very residential, you know. The house with lawn and nice houses comparing to where I was coming from in Trenchtown and stuff like that. And even in Trenchtown at one time, Trenchtown was very residential also. Okay. A certain part of Trenchtown, you know. Mm -hmm. So... In Waterhouse now, um, that's where I learned. I started growing up. Not at 11, my mother died at about when I was 11 and a half year old. Mm -hmm. And I was living with my aunt for a very short period and was coming under some pressure from her husband. So I just left. I just left my auntie mm -hmm. and was on, on, the, on, the, on the road with my friends. You know, I have a lot of friends in Waterhouse who had nice houses and live with their parents. Mm -hmm. So I'll be back and forth from my friends them when I can get a chance to get a sleep. You know, I, I'll take a sleep in one of my friend's yard or something. I have to make sure I get out before his mother wake up. Mm -hmm. And that's how I was growing now for a while, you know. No mother, no father, you know. Okay, and then, so it's basically you had to grow up quickly at this time here now. Big time, big time. At 15 years old, I was a big man doing things that big man do. I was a gambler at 15 years old. I was running a betting shop, selling bets for the owner by the name of Stanley, you know, and had friends like Sonny, you know, we sell bets every weekend for the betting shop and we gamble and we do whatever we want to do. Go to river, in, go to all over the places, you know, shoot bird and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so after my mom dead and when I tell you that I was living with my aunt, mm -hmm. she was in Cockburn Pen. Okay. You know, Cockburn Pen, Motherford Road. Was living there for a while then she moved from Cockburn Pen go close by to another venue in house. I was there. So I learned all my fishing skill and all my bird shooting skill and all my hunting skill, catching crab in Cockburn Pen because I was stepping with a crew of Indians. Okay. There was a lot of Indians in Cockburn Pen. And in my crew, I was the only black guy. So that's where I developed all my skill in hunting you know, we go on the road in, at the daytime, go hustle down by the river, you know, catch fish, beard, get in chop cane. When we're coming back home, we have a lot of cane and we have fish and stuff. And that's when I tell you that I leave my aunt's house now after getting pressure from my father, my uncle-in-law, and went back to our house. 
and went back to Waterhouse now, link up with them Waterhouse youth, you know, and, you know, that trod the place and thing. By this time, I was about getting to 11 and a half, 12. Mm -hmm. And at this time, do you remember, was your name called Doc Holiday at this time here? No, I, I, I was called Doc Holiday at a short time. You know, when, when we gambling, my friend them would say, I, I come like Doc Holiday, you man, you know. But Doc Holiday wasn't really one of my name. You know, my name was like Ducky, you know. I have some friends like Jamie, Gotti. I call Gotti Fowler. Mm -hmm. Gotti called me Shot because Shot was one of my name. I had like four or five friends used to call me Shot. Instead of saying Jamie, instead of saying Ducky, they'd say, What's up, Shot? You know, Jamie was one of them. He, he would call me Shot too, and I would call Jamie Liza. Okay. I don't even know if Jamie remembered those names. Liza, you know? Hunting, and that was then. So you know Jamie's for a long time now, then. Yeah, man, big time, man. I mean, know Jamie when we just come out of short pants, man. Me and Jamie are kick it, man. Draw enough ganja pipe and try the place and thing. And Jamie was apprentice with Tubbies. Yes, man. In in fix amplifier, you know, and stuff like that. I would go down to Tubbies. I would go check Jamie, come and Jamie's big friend. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometime I'll get the opportunity to go inside a Jamie yard. Because Jamie's mother was very strict. And, and in those days, she was like a white lady to us, you know? Okay. <laughs> like a Jamaican white lady. And she don't put up with the crap. Mm -hmm. But somehow she had a soft spot for me. You know, because... I, I, I was like a Roma, and, and Jamie was like a, a, a you growing up very decent and eat with knife and fork and stuff like that and that, you know? Mm -hmm. So Jamie's a tub, his apprentice, kicking it, as have his little sound. I always have a sound. And me and Jamie was kicking it, and he's like, nobody believed in me that I could sing, uh, you know, never... Uh, uh, I tell people that I'm a singer, they would laugh and sing. You can't sing, man. Mm -hmm. But but Jamie had the, had the, had the, you know, Jamie believed in me and he always say, don't worship, man. When, when I get some time from Tubbies, when I get the money, I went do album with you and stuff like that. You know? When did you, okay, so even before you get to Jamie's, when did you discover that you like music, you could sing or you wanted to get involved with music? All right. My father was a, my father played a rumba box. You know what's a rumba box? Explain it to me. It's a box you sit on and it has four iron metal and you play, you, you put your hands between your, your legs like this and you play it. it, it you know, it, it's a bass. It's a bass. It, it produces bass sound, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's what my father used to play and sing. And he was a singer. And he used to sing mentor. He was not a professional singer. Like on Saturdays, he will get with his friend them and I will be there and he will play. They will play and sing right through the day and drink alcohol and play a rumba box and sing and I'll be there taking in the session every Saturday with him and but I was a guy, I was a youth now who was a radio singer. Mm. I know all the radio songs. Mm. So in other words, I was like a bathroom singer. That's where I get my training. 
listening to the radio. You know, at, at that time, all American singer, you know, beer, soul, and Manhattans and Shy Lights and all these American singers and things like that. And, you know, we have Ken Booth and all those guys, Alton and the whole nine yards. And so I think that's where I get my music touch from. My father was a professional, but I was so lucky to become a professional singer. All right. And then when did you actually start to pursue it now to say, okay, you wanted to get into industry? Did you actually, were you a part of a song? Were you, how did you get into the business? No, no song. I, 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 I the only two sound I know at that time was King Tubbies and Jammies. Mm. You know, then you have Uri and them guys. And But I, I did not sing and sound. I go to dances, you know. But I was not a youth who follow sound or sing and sound and thing, you know. I just go to dancing, listen to a lot of radio music, sing when the radio is playing, know a lot of songs. And that was like my training, you know. Mm-hmm. And... Editing me, know that I wanted to be a singer, you know. Always telling my friends then that I'm gonna be a movie star, you know. I'm gonna be very famous, and you know. And that was my goal and thing. Always talking about music and stuff like that, but did not take music serious. Okay. I took music serious when I met Fowler. Okay. I've been calling Gotti Fowler all my life, mm-hmm. so it's you know. That's how, did you, how did you guys meet? I was kicking it one day in Waterhouse and I have a friend by the name of Lumping. Mm-hmm. We call him Junior because my name is Junior to him. Okay. That was my pet name at birth. Mm-hmm. And Junior came to me and said, Yo, shut Ducky. No, he called me Ducky. Ducky, Ducky. There's a guy, a guy just moved from come live beside me, you know. Mm-hmm. And it looked like he knew about music and thing and thing, you know. I'm saying, and I'm saying, yeah, man. I'm saying, all right, now come check him. Because by that time, I had a little guitar. Mm-hmm. And I would already have my, me when I Lumping, Lumping was the one who carries my guitar. Wherever we go, Lumping would carry my guitar. And I'm learning one and two chords, you know, like I'm holding like a G, I'm holding like a C, and a D and stuff like that. So I went around there to check this new neighbor now that Lumping is telling me about. And when I went, that was where I met Fowler. You know, that was where I met Gotti and thing. And we were very young, you know, maybe we were about 16 or 15 or something like that. Could be 14 too. Okay. You know? And I'm like, hey, what's up, man? And he's like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, where are you from? And he's like, Trenchtown. And I'm like, you're from Trenchtown? And he's like, yeah. And then he took my guitar from me. And he, he played two cards and thing. So he was a little ahead of me. He could play a little better than me. So I was surprised and like, yo, what so you can play, man? And you know Bob Marley? Mm. And he said, what if me know Bob Marley, man? The minute he said, trench to where I come from. Bob Marley worse in my yard. I mm. said, Bob Marley worse in your yard. And him say, my sister sing with Bob Marley, which is joy. And I say, hey, you know someone who Bob Marley too? And thing and thing and because one who farm up me and you know. And thing because as I say, he was a little bit advanced more than me, could play a few cards better than me and could sing. 
a little better than me also. Mm-hmm. You know? But I said, more, more, you can't go to change something when you know about Marley. Because I want to learn the chemistry and thing and thing. You know? And I said, yeah, man. But I think he was a, a man now who just see Bob Marley. Mm-hmm. But when, I, when he took me to Trenchstone, I realized that he was really Bob Marley friend. Real friend. Mm-hmm. When he took me to Trenchstone, he didn't took me to Bob Marley. He took me to Wailing Soul. Okay. Because Wailing Soul was living on, I think, First Street, right in front of the park. And... I was excited and wow, waving soul and these guys jams every day and would you know start jamming, start learn the chemistry, a little chemistry around wailing soul. And then Bob Marley start to rehearse at wailing soul. Mm. Bob Marley was sort Bob Marley was established this time. Yeah. Very famous, but not famous in Jamaica. Don't let nobody fool you. Jamaican people did not like Bob Marley. Right? Yeah. All those rock steady singers and all those ska singers, they all hated Bob Marley with a passion. Don't let, you know, don't let none of them fool you. Why would you say that? Rasta man. In those days, man, Rasta for walking a gully. Mm-hmm. Police see you, holy and trim you. And Jamaican people used to call Bob Marley Dutty Rasta. Well, all of us, you know, and things. So all those singers, when I met them, all of them, they hated Bob Marley. I can name them from top to bottom. All of them, we used to come dread now and say them a Rasta and thing and thing. It was like, it's like a joke to me because these people fight Rasta so much in the beginning, in my time when I come up and see them, all of them. You know, used to fight Rasta. Even even Tommy Cowan was a big Rasta, you know. So called, so called. Till I come live for say Tommy Cowan fight Rasta for right. And Bob is developed Baba developed now. And as I said, Bob is famous. A Jamaican famous in anything and thing and so when Bob thing manifests and kick off of the ground. All these people now, like all these musicians and all these female singers, and everybody now start to dread. Because Bob start bring the uptown, downtown. So we, we have now a lot of brown people like Tammy Cowan, Cap Core, and all the uptown guys now who's getting into Rebel, Rebel Vibes and 12th Tribe and, you know, in Bob American singers. You know, Diane Jobson, you name it. Everybody start to dread. And everybody saying them is Rasta. No, I know them was not Rasta. I used to watch them. One girl could joke about Diane Jobson, you know, that great woman, you know. When Bob took Diane Jobson to Jamaica, and in those days, Rasta don't supposed to talk to white people and certain things and things. And there's no fire, enough judgment. So, the man them a fling a lot of judgment from Baba and say, Oh no, I too, man, and Ray Ray and some man has said, Baba, your girlfriend, and Ray Ray Ray. And Bob used to say, She's my liar, leave her alone. And she would be sweeping up Baba, Bob Yard every day. She in these white, tall skirts, and you know, with flowers in her hair, and 
Spanish. Well, she looked very excited to me. I've never seen white people so close to me. And, you know, I used to admire her thing and I can't even make the guys them know that I really like her, you know? Mm-hmm. And my born her, I born her too, you know? Deep down in my heart, I used to like her. And who is a joke I gave about Diane, you know? And who do you believe it's I live? And everybody used to say, she's not Rastan, white people can't be Rastan, blah, 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 blah. And I live to see all about my friend them who was who said them was Rasta. Mm-hmm. And all his musicians. And all of them who work with him. I live to see the whole of them trim. Mm-hmm. And fight Rasta for And up to this day, Diane is carrying our precepts. See, this is the white woman where everybody used to blah, blah, blah. You know? That's mm-hmm. why I don't listen to people. And now, Diane is still carrying her precepts. And all of Bob Marley, so-called Rasta friend them, the whole of them, trim. See? Yeah, okay. man. So then that, that was when you met him over at um, Garth Dennis's place over there. That's where you met Bob Marley. I think that was before I met Bob at Trenchtown. Mm-hmm. If, if, if my... My, if my head remember me right, that was before, you know, Baba, Baba this place up by Oak Road, you know. Mm-hmm. So if if I'm remembering right, I think I, I used to go up at Oak Road before I met Bob in Trenchtown, or it's the next way. I met Bob in Trenchtown first and then start the Oak Road after. You know, because Bob used to come to Wailing Soul and Rears. So that's where I, I, I used to start. Kick it with, I never used to kick it with Bob. I used to kick it with Wailing Soul, but Bob would be there and I'm watching the chemistry from Bonnie, you know, mm-hmm. Bonnie and Peter in those days. Um, and it was like the thing to sing mm-hmm. because everybody wanted to sing um, and because I remember Shy Lights, Temptation, Aral Melvin and the Blue Notes, all these guys, Armani um, the guys, you know. So that's how I pick up an Armani um, now and, and, and start watch Bonnie them and watch the chemistry. And besides, the boy, I'm going to be an arm and a singer, you know. I, I, I never take up the lead thing and thing, you know. And it was always you wanted to be harmony. Yes, because I think it was more interesting to me at that time, you know. Mm-hmm. So even in your career, even in your life, when did you start to say Rastafari? Oh, at, at that early age, maybe about 13 plus. I start dreading, I start putting on my nuts when I was about 13 plus. Mm-hmm. And thing and start here Rastafari. Cause my Rastafari trading now go very deep mm-hmm. because I used to trad with the famous Rasta them in a Jamaica as a youth, like man like Martin Moplana, mm-hmm. one of the teacher, Rasta Daniel Hartman. Then I met Ojo Brown, mm-hmm. who was my mentor, came from England, met Kojo and I start trad the trad now. I even walk from Kingston to Montego Bieno. What? How long did it take you to do that? <laughs> no, not how long it take me to do that. Who convinced you to do that? <laughs> I don't know what you ask the better question. <laughs> My friend Kojano is a is a soldier. He's a military man in the the British Army. Mm-hmm. So when he came down to Jamaica and we link up, he's like, well, I need, I need for you to take me to Bob Marley. I want to know Peter Touch. I want to know Bonnie Whalers. You know? 
I want to know. So I was the one who carried to introducing to Marty my planner. At that time, I was very young, you know, mm. very young, maybe about mm, very young. I was the one who introduced him to Marty my planner. Then I carried him where Bob Marley was into, and Peter Touch and then him and Bob them get very tight and Peter touched them. Because even my friend Kodja Brown, mm -hmm. he was the first Russ. Apart from Bongo Eddie. You know who is Bongo Eddie? Tell me about him. Bongo Eddie is King Emmanuel. Okay. The Bobo, the Bobo priest, King Emmanuel. Mm -hmm. That's Bongo Eddie. Okay. When I used to see Rasta wearing robe, those are the, the Rasta I used to see wearing robe. And Bobo, Bongo Eddie come from a Pokemonian background. So his robe, the man in crew robe were mostly like Pokemonian robe, you know? Mm -hmm. That's the style and thing and thing. My friend now, Kodja Brown, was the first one now winter juice. Robe to Peter Touch and a lot of singers wearing robe now. Came mm -hmm. from that time. Because Peter now started to wear robe also. Yeah. You know? And Bob Marley didn't wear any robe. And Bonnie would wear a robe. Bonnie wear a robe mostly on stage. Mm -hmm. But Bonnie never used to wear a robe. Drilling him stepping as a youth. Uh, Bonnie was a road boy, you know. Mm -hmm. Bonnie wheelers. You know, and the wheelers them. Them was very militant, you know, intimidating to people. You, you could call them a bully. That how, that's how people would see them, you know. And think, okay, enough of my stepping and my attitude and flex. I got it from the wheelers, you know. And okay. think my and thing and how the wheelers behave. I find it fascinating. Peter Touch, you know. Peter Touch walk on him to a point and this guy is like, you know, when I look at Bob Marley, I can see a glow right around the gang. I know the gang was going to be the, the biggest thing in the world. I tell my friend them that, you know, so Bob Marley going to be the biggest singer in the world, even bigger than Michael Jackson. And me and one of my friends get into a fight one day because I was saying Bob Marley and he was saying Curtis Mayfield and we get into a big fight and ray, 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 you know. So now I'm trading with Kodja now, the great Kodja Brown. Mm -hmm. And then Ras Daniel Hartman live almost in front of Gati, mm -hmm. which is Fowler. Call him Gati, make you know. <laughs> Ras Daniel live in front of Gati. By this time, I'm living with Gati now. Because when Gati met me now as a fiery little Rasta youth and thing, there were two Italian youth in the community, one by the name of Pressafoot and one by the name of Cat. Mm -hmm. These guys don't drink pipe water. These guys don't be down the shower. These guys go to river. Every day I'm beard, strictly Italian food and thing. Mm -hmm. And then we had now some bigger rasta like Javik and like Wesley. And maybe about two more big man rasta. So I was like, no, what you call me, you know, like first commercial rasta in the neighborhood. Because I didn't take it to the extreme like Kiat and my the next rasta bridge, and I tell you about press a foot. Mm -hmm. Or the man they are trading a banana leaf and 
Riri and I, I, I didn't pick up that trad. I refused to pick up that trad. <laughs> you didn't you know? want so deep. I wanted it deep, but that I, I was a fashion guy, you know. Yeah. Okay. I didn't want to wear banana leaf and crocus bag. One of my mentors wear a lot of crocus bag and banana leaf, which was Rastaniel Hartman. Mm-hmm. See? And in those days now, trading is a lot of trading and thing. When my bridge come from England, Koja Brown, in a robe and thing, but I used to wear a lot of Lee suit. Mm-hmm. So I'll be trading in these dreads, these idle dreads, and I'm in my Lee suit. Or I'm in my leather jacket and they're like bun that and you need to start dressed proper, you know. Dressing proper mean wearing crocus bag. You know what is crocus bag? <laughs> yes. And wearing banana leaf and uh that is what they would call dressing dressing proper in that time. Mm. You know, I used to have a my grandmother was in England, so my grandmother used to send some nice clothes for me. Mm-hmm. But every time she sent my parcel, my shirt, them would be very big. <laughs> my shirt, them would be reaching me on my knee and them kind of style. So that was when I get the name shot. Got you. From a man named Cracker John, who had a bar, who had a little plaza on my corner that was called Big Road. Mm. So cracker shot name, cracker, cracker John name me shot, you know? Mm-hmm. Right there. Before we even get too far, you were telling me why you went to, Ma- why you walked to Montego Bay. <laughs> well, I'm on the Koja Brown tree. I'm, I'm on the Koja Brown training now. Mm-hmm. And I stand to Koja Brown now. Remember, he was an ex-British soldier, you know? Mm-hmm. I need to learn discipline. Mm. <laughs> you know? I need to learn some discipline because maybe I was too commercial, gambling and doing all kind of stuff. So that is that is my training now. Mm-hmm. One day I can remember him giving me we had twenty him had twenty-two thousand dollars and he gave me to have it in a bag. And he said, Well, here it is. We're going to Montego Bay and we're walking. And I'm like, could you we're walking? I have so much money. He said, Yeah. So we start the journey, but yo, this journey go now. The first stop was Spanish Town. And we stop in Spanish Town, hook up with Kojo, hook up with some bridge, and we lick some chalice. We spend like a day or two, lick some chalice, cook some ital food, and we move on. Mm-hmm. Our next stop could be maybe me a pen. And that's how we're making the stop there, Mandeville. You know, St. Elizabeth going along the way, meeting Ross and Ting and Ting and when I reached St. Elizabeth, I was so tired and burned out. Kojo went into a shop to get something, and I saw a country bus. Mm-hmm. Where's a man to go there? And I just jump on it to the money. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't take the walk in the morning. I reached man to go there. I had to wait on Kojo for a couple of days before him come. Mm-hmm. You know, when he reached man to go there, we link up on. You know, Kojo had a lot of friends in Montego Bay and Negril. Kojo is the one who introduced me to Negril. You know, Kojo was the first person who built a hotel in Negril by the name of Tinsen Pen. Mm-hmm. Because by that time, you know, we were kicking it with the Queen Cousin. 
a guy by the name of Steve Quinter. He was a family of Queen Elizabeth. And he, and he was, was in Jamaica. Well, he came there, met Kojo, and stayed there for quite a while. He was pumping in a lot of millions into mm -hmm. us. You know, we were driving like 13 rental cars. Our entourage was like 40, 50 people. He built that big hotel in Negril at Tinsenpen. And, you know, now I'm meeting like princesses from Morocco and, 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 and prince and, you know, when the big ship come, the ship would park out in the harbor and the helicopter would fly over and come check Kojo in Negriland and beer and mm -hmm. that get messed up after Dudley Thompson realized Dudley Thompson is a big politician and he, he, he said we, we had given Steve, Steve Quinton ganja to smoke and mess him up and we control him mine and one bag of easy man. They deport Steve Quinto back to England mm -hmm. and they took away the hotel from us and threw us out of Negril, you know? <laughs> and now we are back in Kingston. Wow. You understand. Okay, you said you'd met Bob Marley, Bunny Wheeler and stuff. Did you ever get uh, to sit down and talk to somebody like Peter Tosh? Because that seems like that was really... The one day. Well, that was an extra. That was an extra. No, all my growing days, people say I behave like Peter Touch. Wasn't mm -hmm. so extreme, but I was slender, very slender like him, mm -hmm. and very tall. And I used to wear a lot of berries. Mm -hmm. And if you notice, Peter Touch, we used to wear some glass. We call them welding glass that you weld in. But after a while, they start commercializing those welding glass. And we start to dress in them. It's a glass with a shield right mm -hmm. at the side here. You may know it. Yes. When you have it on, it have a shield here. Mm -hmm. So I used to wear those glasses. I used to wear those and wear berries and things. So I look, but I look like Peter very much and things. But I, I never used to be close to Peter. In, my, in other words, I never was close to none of them. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, as I said, they were very intimidating and, and I, as a youth, I used to keep my, keep my, my distance. I'm there with them, mm -hmm. but I'm in the background. I, was, I am always in the background, up to today. Yeah. I don't like the front. That's why, even on stage, if you follow me on stage, I am in the background all the while. You know? I, I don't like to be up front. You know? I, I don't really like people, you know? Because I'm not people-friendly. You okay. understand? So I always stay in the background. So I can remember, I've only, I've only remember, remember spoken to Bob maybe two or three times in my old trading, that trading I'm telling you about. And I might talk to Bunny, maybe a little bit more. But I never really talked to Peter. Hmm. Because Peter was not at Wheeling Soul every day like Bob and Bunny. You know, I can remember the two times I talked to Bob. My, my girlfriend came to check me and, and I saw her walk past, but then I can't see her. And I'm like, but she should reach by now where she is. So I get up to go look for her. And when I went around the corner, I saw her talking to Bob and she's looking up in Bob's face like, this is Jesus Christ. You know, here is Jesus. And I'm like, Bob, that's my girlfriend, you know. And he's like, yeah, you what with you? I'm going to say, yeah, man, I'm my girl, that man, because, you know, 
Bob, I never see a man or woman loves in my life. Trust me. Look here and blame Bob for his 13 children and all this day. This man was loved by woman unconditionally. Okay. That was one time I talked to Bob. The next time I talked to Bob was, you know, Bob come to rehearsal like 10 o'clock in the morning and, and stop like 5. Then they play football till about 7 or so. And one morning he came to rehearsal and I was the only one there because he came early. And he asked me if I want a half a stick of weed. And time the weed used to sell in stick. Mm -hmm. And I said yes. And he cut the stick. And he gave me a half. So that is two times I remember talking to Bob after being around Bob for maybe two years or whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, Bonnie Wheelers now, he, he bring off a card and me. My friend now from Warthouse, his mother work at a music store. Mm -hmm. And he's always telling me about his custom built acoustic guitar. And I wanted a guitar. I'm like, I need a guitar. So I raised some money. You know, and I went and buy that guitar down in King Street. Mm -hmm. And I buy the guitar the day. I walk all the way from King Street to Trench Town. To show off my custom built guitar, very beautiful acoustic, my first guitar. So I'm going to trench down every day in the morning, in the evening, me and God would catch a bus, come back to Waterhouse, go back, you know, every day we're going there, because I'm going to school. Mm -hmm. One morning, I, both on the third morning, I go up to trench down and my guitar is nowhere to be found. And I'm like, where's my guitar? And the guys and said, Bonnewheeler says film guitar, you know. And I said, Bonnewheeler says film guitar and thing. That, that, that can't write. <laughs> and even Pipe, the lead singer for Wheel and Soul, who when I bought the guitar, I walked from King Street to Trenchtown and show Pipe the guitar. He started believing Bonnewheeler's. Because <laughs> my Wheeler's is the man, you know. Wheeler's then is the man. Pipe started to believe that the guitar was even bunny. So what I did, I didn't defend it because I could defend it that time, you know. Mm -hmm. But if I, if I try to defend it, I'll have to leave Trench Town for good. Got you. And plus, bunny them was really rough, you know. But I was I was a bad man from I was a a, a rude boy from Waterhouse. But when I reached the Trench Town, I, I have to kind of forget my rude boy thing <laughs> and fall in line. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't want to follow up with them because I need to be going to Trench Town to learn the music and the chemistry. Realize them is me. You know, realize them I'm a god and thing and pipe them and thing and so I just forget it. Lose my guitar to Bonnie Wheelers and just school and thing. Either a year or two years after, one day I went to Trench Town and when I looked, here was my guitar in the house. Mm. And I said, wait, let me guitar this. And a man said, Bonnie Wheel has carried back, you know. I said, hey. <laughs> and I got back my guitar. Hey, where, where the turn? Where, after me and Bonnie now turn big friend and clan. Every time I see him, I say, Bonnie, you remember to take on my guitar when I was out. So, oh, dear, so dope, man. Every time you see me, you come up with this guitar business. But you're not accepting it, saying it, you know, do, do it, you know. 
I'm not going to guitar thing, man, and thing, and thing, but we could let it go, because I want to take on my first guitar, you know? Mm -hmm. Crazy. So then that's your connection with all three of the whalers. So then now you say you're living with um Garth Dennis now. So then what were you guys' moves now towards music? All right. Before I got Garth Dennis now, I'm, I'm in the neighborhood, but I'm sleeping here. I'm sleeping there. I want to tell you this now, muscle. I used to stand up on my car and sleep at night time, you know. And even when I had a friend who lived in front of the corner, I have about three friends who live in front of the corner. And I said, well, doc, you can't come sleep, you can't come take a rest on the yard, you know. And thing and thing and. But I was the only Rasta youth and the only dreadlock. Mm. And I said, boy, everything cool in the room, boy, but now come your yard, come sleep in the car. I don't want your mother this, me. So I would just stand up on the corner. When every man say, all right, shut, later, you know, tomorrow, and thing, you know, we bleach till like one o'clock or so. Every man bleaching me and them say, boy, now go in, you know, you know. And every man gone home. I would be the only one on the corner, you know, until daylight, mm. you know. I even used to draw ganja pipe on the corner. It was a four-way, we call it Big Road. And we would sit out there with a the chalice and draw the chalice. People going to work like five o'clock and they would see me out there and I'm a crew. So I was like a black sheep in the area. I had a friend by the name of Kaka mm -hmm. and Vijan. Vijan was my, used to live right beside Michael Rose. Okay. When Vijan mother see me talk to him, she get in a spirit. Hmm. If Kaka mother should look out at the yard and see me and Kaka talking. She start to pray hmm. and start act very weird. I tell you, don't talk to that boy. That boy is the devil. And because in them time, the Rasta thing is vicious, you know, bad man. I tell you, you know. You understand people hate Rasta, you know. So that's why if when my friend Sammy tell me, Sammy, he can't come sleep in the yard. I show him, say, no, let go that. Mm -hmm. You know, he just go and hold it out. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm sleeping here. I'm sleeping there. You know, I, I, I'm sleeping everywhere. And, so when I met God, you know, I get a chance to really live somewhere. Mm -hmm. Because Gati mother now, when Gati come into the neighborhood, Gati them have a, had a nice house. And Gati mother now went to England. And then now Gati had the house for himself now. Because my mommy and Gati are tried now like brother. You know? mm -hmm. And we are doing a career shall and we are right with little song them man. So I had opportunity now to live somewhere. So I'm living with God, you know, mm -hmm. you know. But that at that time now I'm I, I'm gambling also, so I can afford to find food, you know, and I can afford to find weed, you know. Mm -hmm. At the time they no muscle, we are smoke weed like you know mean like we, we, a pound of weed we have and two pound of weed and we are dragging the pipe. 16 away, 20 away. When, when you walk past Michael Rose, you had to draw a pipe, you know, a 16 and 20 away, you know. Mm. And, and when Michael Rose, I yelled me as a youth, because I'm about seven years old, and Michael, and, and, okay. and him, him father is not there, so me, me run out and see the crew, see the posse come, because we have to pass Michael Rose, you had to draw a ganja pipe. And him still passing, him said, Ducky, Ducky, chicken. And him stopped, and I said, What are you way up to today? And I mm. said, Why? I write a one tune, you know. I know she sing a tune yesterday at the studio. I'm saying, 
who you sing it for? And the mayor said, Nine, or the mayor said, Who said, What? I said, Let me hear it now. And, and him sing it and thing. And he said, My youth, we love singing like Oreo Sandy. So, if you're not singing like Oreo Sandy, him singing like Dennis Brown. If you're not singing like Dennis Brown, him singing like Ken Boat. You know? And I'm like, You, you need to start singing like yourself. You know, you love singing like, like people. So, but, you know, because Michael Rose was into music long before me, you know. Okay. And Gatti, you know, mm -hmm. because much as Gatti come from Trench Town, you know, Gatti was nothing to music. Yet Gatti knew all these guys rehearsing Gatti had Ken Boat, Joe Higgs, Alton Ellis, Babande, all of them Trench Town, you name it. But Gatti did not cite music in Trench Town. Gatti was a sportsman. Yes. Who played cricket good. Mm -hmm. Good cricketer. Good footballer and Garty brother. I think Garty brother play for West Indies, make the West Indies team already, you know. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, because they, they, they came from a Garty brother was one of the greatest footballers alongside Skill Cole by the name of Dangody. My mm. Skill Cole have a fear together. Mm -hmm. So now I'm living somewhere now. I'm living at Garty Place. Now we have this big four bedroom whatever whatever and we are chant rasta and we are cook and you know and thing i was said to me in this on now all right with thing there as i said so then you garth dennis you guys are doing your thing when do you connect now with don carlos how did he come in all right now me and Garth is doing really good thing rehearsing no recording yet you know a lot of that was a little in front of me both with singing and playing and them could sing harmony good because I'm around Joey's and all these guys all in life. I'm around wailing soul. He's just not singing as I sing about it around them. He know the chemistry. He know it more than me. So me have my guitar. I, I, I got an I don't remember if I, if I had the same guitar that money took out. You know, I had a guitar before that. Because when I meet Gatti, I had a guitar. Mm -hmm. So I buy my custom built guitar after I meet Gatti. Upgrade. Mm -hmm. You know? So now that is the you know, is what I want for but farmer group ABC. But my, none of my friends and is interested in singing. None of them. Yeah. I come from a community of uh, we had a famous singer in, in Waterhouse by in, I think him sing a song named Hello Carol. I'm depending on you. Mm -hmm. But apart from him, there was a next guy named Ferdy. Mm -hmm. He went to England, famous dancer and singer. And then we have Yakabu, the next big Jamaican dancer. We had Judy, the next big dancer. And then downtown, now you had Persian, the cat, and a member of the Jays mm -hmm. by the name of Roddy. Was a very good dancer, too. I met him, and he was a family, I think, of Glenn. Remember telling you about Glenn Pusey? Mm -hmm. And the days in Moore Street. And I heard about Dan because by that time Dan is kicking it with Errol Dunkley. Okay. But Dan lived down, Dan lived at a place so we call Wheelers, down by Tommy's Way. Mm -hmm. And I think it was the same guy who called and tell me about Gatti, my friend Long Thing, who lived beside Gatti. Mm -hmm. I think it was him tell me about Dan. 
When I was listening to that in the interview the other day, it mentioned that it was Mowley. Mm -hmm. But I think he made a mistake there, so I think it was long thing. Mm -hmm. Me went and checked down. Where well, you them time there, you know. I'm going to check down, let's see down with a guitar. My box too card to me and say, what my youth? By that time, Dan had already voiced a tune with Dunkley. Okay. I think that time the Dunkley have Black Cinderella or something like that. Mm -hmm. Can I find my Black Cinderella? Or, or did it lick after or by that time he had it. So, mm -hmm. so I'm done. I was the one who named him Dan, you know. But they want to accept it or not because listen to this. Mm -hmm. I was a Dan from in the 60s, early 60s or middle 60s. I think I was the first man in Jamaica named Dan, Carly Honey, because we were mafia-minded. Mm -hmm. You know, some of my crew, some of my friends, they always read mafia book. Behave like mafia. You know, dress like mafia. And tell yourself, so he's mafias. Mm -hmm. my, 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 my top man used to name Gambino, mm -hmm. aka Scorpion. Mm -hmm. And I used to name Dan Carleone. And all of us had mafia names. So when I meet Dan and his name Carlos, mm -hmm. I said, Carlos, no man, you need to put on the Dan Bonnet. Me take credit for that. So Dan Carlos come name Dan Carlos. Can I hear this? Mm -hmm. Dan Carlos was a very laid back youth, you know. Mm -hmm. A youth where I said very quiet, very peaceful. Gotti was like that too. Mm -hmm. But Gotti have a time where the trench stone behavior had a jump out in him, you know. Mm -hmm. it, it, it not very aggressive, too much. Like even me. Mm -hmm. But him have him have a time when him when him aggressiveness jump out, you have to watch it, you know? As a little sharp man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> As a, he was a real chucky, you know. Yeah, and real road boy chucky. Chat too much to her. I think that was another problem. <laughs> even up to until today. I thought too much and I look too serious and so I said, Dan, who want to farm a little thing, you know. I'm gonna say, hey, and so yeah, man, and some farm up with Dan, me, Dan and Gatti farm up now. Mm -hmm. And we are we are hang out now and we are going now and one day me and Gatti, Dan was not there, one day me and Gatti the pan in front of St. Patrick Church, right as right a Wayne Smith yard, mm -hmm. that are the thing, brother. Mm -hmm. and, and we have a friend named Scientist. But everybody have him say mad in the neighborhood. Because I read a lot. And if you use certain words in a them time the way blue away, we don't have a clue where they mean and thing and things. So say, what happened? What up to? So we're there, you know. So we don't have a name. God, the whole neighbor would have seen where I walk around the guitar now. And every little chance we get to sing a tune for a man and we are going on a journey and ray, 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 and we are, we are go up a dizzy, go draw a weed, we have a guitar car. Got to fall in out of everything now, you know. Now the whole water screw now, you know. Got to start dreadlock rasta now, you know. And we are beat by pad now, you know. He said, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. 
He said, I have a name for you, you know. And I said, what? He said, Uro. He said, Uro. The name kind of made me feel all embarrassed. That's what kind of thing of the 60s. What kind of name that man, Uro? I was even ashamed to tell people our group name. Okay. When them see me and got your German, it's a water name. We want like when I hear them. Because Uro sounds so strange. In Gati history, Gati said, scientists gave him the name. Mm -hmm. I don't know that come because I only was there when scientists said Uro. Whosoever scientists give the name, that don't make a difference because me and Gati is Uro now. Yeah. And Dan Farley and Ragwan and Tim. And we carried Dan go trench down a couple times, but Dan didn't like it. Mm -hmm. Because to Dan, to Dan now, to Dan Carlos now, Bob and Bunny them was very intimidating. And as I tell you, Dan was a very laid back, cool guy. Mm -hmm. So he never liked the trench town vibes. You know, so he back off of the trench town thing with me and Gatti. You know? Me and, okay. Dad, me and Gatti and Dan are box round now, you know? Mm -hmm. Dan still hang out with Dunkley, Errol Dunkley, and thing and yeah. And me and Dan and Gatti do two single. Mm-hmm. Tommy Cowan. You have Tommy Cowan? Of course. That was the guy who was Rasta around Bob Marley and now becomes a Rasta eater. Tommy Cowan was, was the husband of Valerie Cowan, mm -hmm. which was like a man. When I hook up with, with Island, she was the one who Island assigned to me and Michael as we, we call it, we goofer. Mm-hmm. You know, I was signing out a company. We don't do things to ourselves again. And Valerie was with. And she had a, a bigger goofer name. Denise Mills. I didn't get to that yet. Mm -hmm. That is what we over discovered. So we met Tommy Cohen. And Tommy Cohen was the first man who recorded us. He recorded us. We did a song named Folk Song. Mm-hmm. That was first Uro, because we don't name Black yet, you know. Mm -hmm. We name Uro now. The first song was recorded by Tommy Cowan on the Top Cat label for Dynamics. Yes. The day we did that song, I had some problem with my part. Mm -hmm. And Beris Gardner was at the studio. And Beris Gardner helped me out with my part. Mm -hmm. I don't remember if Beris Gardner sing my part fully. Or I had a little input in my part. Too. Mm -hmm. But Beris did, Beris Gardner did the major work with my part. So that's what God is telling me about that. The first song we do, Ducky never sing. Ray, 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 like him a score point. But I don't care if I sing or not because being it was boom. Being a man, the, the king was boy by 40,000 people in the national stadium and still become the biggest star. So, whether I, I don't, it's over 50 years now in the muscle, and I know all about nothing. I don't remember if I sing in a folk song or if I just sing a little piece because it did not give me a problem. Yeah. And we did folk song, and 
We did an next song now for Ron Disney and time is on our side. Mm-hmm. But I want to get you up now when I meet, you know, I went play the see, I went play that song for you. I've both of them. But I went play time is on our side for you. And the reason why I went play it, that was putting me down on the first song. Here is we doing our second song now, and got his song harmony right through the song. Mm. God was the lead singer, you know. Okay, he was the original lead singer. Yes. Mm-hmm. He was the lead singer. Mm-hmm. Folk song, Gotti did the lead. Time is on our side. Gotti did the lead. But it's so funny, him didn't sing lead, him sing harmony. Mm-hmm. So here was we singing a song, straight through the song, and all we singing the trailway was harmony. <laughs> you want to hear it? It's some of the best harmony ever here. Mm-hmm. And when the song was going to finish, maybe two seconds of the song left, that's when Garty started to sing lead. Okay. But the song was recorded and for dying for, for Randy's, which is the guy you now we call himself VP. Mm-hmm. And folk song was released, you know, didn't do much, but we, could, we had a record now walking around folk song. Mm-hmm. And time is on our side, walking around with it too. And like, when we, we played for like a big singer, let me say, but tell me something. But I'm on the trail and I sing lead. I'm on the trail and I sing, man. But the lead there. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But we're not here. We have two songs now. Mm-hmm. You know it's rough now, you know. Rastafari, you know, and the pressure is up now, and you know, we are got you it, man. God, you got you it, no one. We are got you it, and one thing we have the big house to live, we have the big house to sleep, and as when they said, me house, like, me house to food, so me and got it. And we next bridge in the house of food, so I guess the food cooker got it, all, all transaction happened there, so. Mm-hmm. So. Don Carlos leave and go work. Mm-hmm. And go turn postman. Okay, so he wasn't a postman before he joined the group. He no, turned a no, after. no. If you listen, be in the interview here and talk of Don Carlos, the postman who used to give him an orange every morning. Me and Gatina hang with Dan too much now. Me and Gatia, I we can go trench town a few times for the postman and he never had the trench town fights. So it's me and that, you know. And my friend now, my friend now, one of my friends when he grew up with, which was Glenn Pusey, John Dillinger, cousin. His name Winston, he was the bright one around us who got a lot of scholarship and went to university. And then there was a, a Syrian guy in Jamaica by the name of Ziedis, the Ziedis. It's a family. They had seven big stores downtown. Okay. And that guy said, Winston Clark to university and send him to university in Toronto. And my friend Winston now is becoming a doctor. Mm-hmm. And when he come to Jamaica and he come and look for me, I want to him, give me a thing and with Debbie. And one day he come down on vacation and he come, I want to come look for me. And he come and see a whole a gun play. Mm-hmm. And he see a whole a gun and him. And him take me one side and I said, Ducky, you can't live so, you know. No, man. Dead, you have a dead man. You have to go shake up your life and you need to trim and them things. And I 
I saw me, I got three, you know. Blah, blah, blah. But he was okay. I have a man that can carry you too, you know. And then he help you, you know. He's the same man that helped me send me to a university at Jamaica and send me to a university at, Mer at Canada and see me at doctor now. I go and carry you to that man there. And he took me to a man named Zedi. Mm -hmm. And we start to grow soul. Because by them time, you know, a soul thing, you know, remember, you see Bob soul now? Mm -hmm. Angela Davis and the whole soul here thing. And, and took me to Zedi. And Zedi gave me a job in a big main store selling coat, mm -hmm. selling suit. So I am away from Waterhouse now. I am now working and living in Ellison Flat. Okay. That's like top of the line nigger class mm -hmm. area. My friend Fano, who, who met me know, my friend Fano was a friend of Winston Clark. Mm -hmm. So that's how I know Fano. So Winston was a doctor, young doctor, and Fano them was young pharmacist. So I'm not going to Waterhouse again or Trench Town now. I'm kicking it, the, kicking it with these doc, these guys because Winston is in Canada. Mm -hmm. And I'm kicking it with these pharmacist guys now in Cass. Mm. People even think I am attending Cass now, but I'm not attending no Cass. I'm kicking it with the Cass crew. Mm -hmm. And I'm learning karate now, Shotokan. And my life changed now. I'm not in Waterhouse now. And I'm living in big middle class here. And, and I'm working. I'm getting like $16 a week. I'm going to feel great now and thing and Fano got a scholarship to award mm -hmm. and Fano left his mother house with me in Ellison Flats and I was supposed to pay a small mortgage because I'm getting like 16 16 dollar a week mm -hmm. and my mortgage might be like 7 dollar <laughs> and I lost my friend house. I lose the house. I lose the man big middle class house in Ellison Flats. Yeah. He could even tell him mother. Is, we never even even argue about it. None of my friend up to this day. Mm -hmm. And thing. Father said, Doc, I want to produce two tunes with real in soul in a car. Father is coming to Trench Town now. When I leave work at daytime now, I don't go to water house again. Mm -hmm. I got a trench down. Got you. And Fano put some money together and produced two songs with Wailing Soul. And I did those two songs with Wailing Soul too because Fano was my friend and Fano was spending the money. When I met Wailing Soul, it was four people. Pipe, the lead singer, Bread, Body, and boo. Pipe mm -hmm. did those two songs for my brethren. Nothing really great never happened. And thing. And boo my great. Got you. I learned I learn a lot from wheeling soul musically, you know. Mm -hmm. Guitar thing, you know. Boo, boo, boo was one of me. Like why I used to watch Bob Marley and Bunny. That's why I used to pattern boo to great harmony singer. You know? Mm -hmm. And all of these guys could sing later, but Pipe the most lead. Pipe the lead singer. Boo went to Canada 
And I got the invitation from Pipe them, because me and Pipe them was very close. Mm-hmm. And said, Doc, you can take both space, you know, as the fourth man, you know. And I can remember I tell Pipe, say, boy, Pipe, want to continue my little old thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And build my little thing, because for me, going out, going out vibes, you know, with three other men, and go be a fourth man now, take both space, that wasn't me. Yeah. I want to have my own group. After I do that, with Gatti got the chance. Pipe them got a session. Mm-hmm. I think that session was for Channel One. And Pipe give me the invitation again. Say, I want to come sing some harmony. Rare, rare, rare. Take both. And I tell Pipe, say, I better check Gatti. And Pipe check that if you do the session. And the session was a success. Mm-hmm. I think them got four number one or two number one out of that session. Mm-hmm. So God is wheeling soul now. Mm-hmm. And that's the only time I know God was wheeling soul. I didn't know God as an original member of wheeling soul. Mm-hmm. Because when mm-hmm. I Met Wailing Soul. Wailing Soul was four people. And the only way Gatti could be an original member, unless Gatti was Wailing Soul. Before that, Wailing and I don't know of that. Hmm. That came after the fact. That came even after you did music with them, was where he did music with them. Yes. But watch this now. Me and Rose is boxing around now, because by this time, we recruit Michael. Michael, okay. yeah? So it was it was originally three it was three you guys you Garth and Don Carlos Don Carlos went and did post office and then you guys brought in Michael Rosso is the three you guys again? Not right away. Mm-hmm. Because I'm still trying to get Michael Rose now to take Don Carlos spot. Got you. But Michael Rose is doing cabaret. Mm-hmm. Michael Ross was a great R&B singer. At a very young age, he's doing cabaret in the hotel them. Mm-hmm. And Michael Ross was what you'd call now a boogaloo guy. What do you Six-inch <laughs> shoes. Mm-hmm. Six-inch shoes. Bellfoot pants. Big old soul here. Mm-hmm. So we call, in those days, we call them Boogaloo. Sly was one of them guys there too. Mm-hmm. Down the line, I would tell you a drama with me and Sly through the same thing there too. So we as Rasta youth now, like me as Rasta youth now, used to burn them guys there. Mm-hmm. Them time, you know, light parks, the termites, I pass my corner every day. And we see light parks, and I pass, we burn them. Fire! Boogaloo boy and... But this is live about him too. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, so, Michael was out there musically before me. Because Michael was like a studio goopy. He knew all the producers. He go all the studios. And by this time now, Michael was, had done 22 singles already. Had recorded before Michael woke up with me. Yeah. You had already recorded 22 singles. Okay. 
And things so he was out there. Mm-hmm. Always I show me him song them, tell me about the producer them and Rary and I say, yeah, but so I always I check him say what well, come link up with me and go, come sing with me and that, you know. I always see Michael Rose every day. Mm-hmm. And he must say, Boy, I don't me can't left the hotel work, you know. Because Michael Rose start get kids at a very young age. Okay. Michael Rose could have started get kids about when they were 15, 14 year old. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure Mr. Boy, I'm the one link up with it. But you can't leave the work on the North Coast. Because I'm kind of in my thing now. I get good in my thing now because when I sing some tune to me now, I sing back some tune to him, but I don't record yet. Mm-hmm. I say, I saw you for singing. So I always have a check him say, come sing with me, no man. Come join up with me and God, you know, man. And one day I come from my corner. And I come from my corner, I say, Michael Rose. I say, where are you, man? You're not going to work. And he said, no, them fire him. Mm. I said, them fire you? For what? He said, them catch me a smoke a spliff at the hotel and fire me. Mm-hmm. And I look at him and say, the best thing ever happened to you in your life. Yeah, Michael was hooked up now. Mm-hmm. We are going now and thing. By this time, got him got to get trapped in a wailing soul. Because mm-hmm. here is you now, start singing with a group. We want to pitch out number one like joke. You can't left that now to come back, come sing with Ducky. Mm-hmm. Cause you don't have the confidence in the thing like oh don't have the confidence now and want to continue our own thing. So you get trapped in a wailing soul. Got you. Whether I'm one left or not, him can't left no car. Wailing soul I kick down the place. Mm-hmm. Me and Rosa kick it and me and Rosa kick it and jam is now. So jam is not a player now. Both time we go down at Tobis and you know we see Bonnie Lee and and Ray Ray, Rose Vice Vice, and a man can't tell me for Vice uh, from a man singing them while I give him one talk to me. Auntie. Mm-hmm. When me and Rose, when Jam is ready for me and Rose now, we do have a third man. Mm-hmm. You ever hear about Gs yet? Yes, man. Errol Gs. Roddy. Not a same Dillinger cousin from Moore Street, Roddy, where was a dancer to. Mm-hmm. And Schooner. Schooner, Tubby's brother. Mm-hmm. They have both two number one and get a tour, them first tour to the United States. Mm-hmm. And Schooner run away. <laughs> one of the greatest singers, I man. Yeah, tell him, man. The brother of a vice I'd say, Smith, man. Yeah. Schooner run away. And left Errol and Roddy stranded now without a lead singer. So me said to Jesus, Jesus, we have a session with Jamis, you know. They like you fulfill it, you know. Mm-hmm. And Jesus come fulfill it, and I saw we do the album for Jamis. Yeah? Jesus would be a black hole now, but Jesus and Michael Ross can't get on. Got you. Got you. It's hard to get on with Michael. Me and him are the younger man can get on. You know? So, Jesus, I don't have a flash, you know, because I'm not like what I used to be here, you know. 
Mm-hmm. And plus, Jesus is still a feel third man too. Okay, so they had so, the third person now. Yes, yeah, so Jesus still at Jesus still at try look at lead singer too. Mm-hmm. Instead of comparing down himself down in a mighty with Michael, and I get this from Michael. Camion Jesus was very cool. Jesus is a waterhouse man too. You know? Roddy a waterhouse man, schooner a waterhouse man. So when me do some drawback for God, you know, for come to the session with Janice, do the LP, I say, boy, I can't come in a dock. You see the situation. I'm a really see the situation. Can't pressure him. Mm-hmm. So we and GS do the album. So, so he wasn't an official member. He was just there to do the album. I the wanted time. him to be an official member. I wanted to take him away from GS. Mm-hmm. But because of the fiction of him and Michael all the while, that was not going to work. Mm-hmm. And then this album that you guys are that you're talking about, this was originally named Love Crisis. Big time. Mm-hmm. And it becomes Black Sounds of Freedom, mm-hmm. Black Uro, whatever, whatever. And this was when I mean Black Uro yet, you know. Yes. What was your name at that time there then? Uro. Mm-hmm. We have a name Black Hole now after we do the album for Janice. Mm-hmm. When we meet my mentor named Kodja Brown, mm-hmm. one day he said to me, say, this Uro business, yeah. what kind of Uro you deal with? White Uro or what? Mm-hmm. You need to call yourself Black Uro. Mm-hmm. That's people can know what you deal with. And it's so we add the black. From there, because I know I've seen somewhere where was it named Black Sounds Hero? Black Sounds of Freedom. That's mm-hmm. you see, John is now he released the album five times, you know. Mm-hmm. So every time he release it, he get a different touch. Mm-hmm. Love Crisis, Black Sounds of Freedom, Black Hole whatsoever. Black Yazan. Mm-hmm. So that's why that album has so much name. But originally it would that was the first one you guys put together as a project in '77. No, no, I don't know where that, that. I said that information all the while. And even Jamis himself said the album was released in 75. But I think him, I think that album was released in about, hmm, not sure, but I don't think it's 75, you know? But you think it was earlier or later? A little bit earlier, yeah. I think so, but Jamis could be right. Mm-hmm. I know some people don't forget yeah. nothing. Okay, so then now you guys recorded this album, but Michael Rose and um, Errol, they're not getting along. So did you guys start to perform, or what did this do for you guys' career when this album came out? Uh, with Gotti, you know, remember with Gotti and Dan, we never do no performance. So my first performance was going to be with Michael Rose. Got you. Um, so me and Michael Rose is training now and is rehearsing now, and you still have this Dennis Brown and this... John Walt and this Ken Booker in a sound and Nashville and Michael, the sound that will live with a sound there. Mm-hmm. You need to find your own sound. You see what you mean? You say you need to deliver, deliver a sound that's when, when you start singing. You don't sing like Dennis Brown, blah, 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 blah. You say, oh, we're going to do that. You say, we have an idea, you know. We need to start training. Mm-hmm. I saw me about getting into physical fitness now. Mm-hmm. We say we need to start training 
and we need to start run. And the more you run, I don't know where I get them idea there from. I don't remember why I know them thing there. Mm-hmm. But I was a great reader as a man who leaves school at 11 year old. Mm-hmm. Self-taught. I learned to read from reading mafia books and cowboy books and ray, ray, ray. Mm-hmm. Learn myself to read good. So me and Michael Rose start to some serious training now. Very serious training. That's now, we develop so much that Michael Rose is running 10 miles. It's, it's like he just chalk up that like a party. And me can do. Me can do the, the 10 mile, but the time me do like 4 mile or maybe 5 mile, me have to start walk mm-hmm. and walk and walk and try to catch up. In other words, me can't run like Michael Rose. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Michael Rose a run now. And Michael Vocal a develop now. Michael Rose was a singing new something. Michael Rose would get up in the community at 5 o'clock in the morning and sing right through the goddamn community and wake up everybody like a rooster. Mm-hmm. When people hear Michael Rose sing, they turn it dark, you know. And when we left out our yard and we have a run from Waterhouse to Potendison. Some people used to use Michael Rose as a cue for wake up in the morning time. Because this man, yeah, it's like I see him I sing and, and my developing vocal. Everywhere I'm going to sing with him on the bus, him sing. Driver say, boy, come off of the bus so you can sing. So top in his man and, and my sing and my developing vocal. Developing vocal now. That's when him start opening my mouth now. Don't sound like no Dennis Brown or no Horia Sandy. Mm-hmm. You remember I tell you Michael did 22 single? Yes. Before I didn't start singing. Mm-hmm. So he all is introduced me to them producers and said, Don't go check them producers. I'm not going to depend on that, you know. I'm going to check nine and them jokers there, you know. And, and them producers are joking, all of them are teeth, you know. I'm not depend on that because 22 songs you sing, I know you don't get a dollar. Mm-hmm. Pity did I know I was going to walk in the same trap. Can you believe it? Wicked attract than that. During the animal sing now, me, me anima, uh, a, a tree and one thing. We are make a song them and we are one. And one day he said to me, say, Duck. Because he might have called me Duck. Duck, Duck. Me could go check slide, no man. I'm going to go check Joe Gibson. Michael was no Dennis Brown. Good, good. Okay. Very good. Coming by him out there, you know. Mm-hmm. If he might beat the studio there, me not out there, me a Waterhouse youth, but they were left Waterhouse. Mm-hmm. Root boy business and Rasta business and Ganja bite me a deal with. And I think we will check Dennis one day. Mm-hmm. And Joe gives one, we do a session for him, and say, nah, do it, you know. I prefer to do a session for Dennis Brown. Okay. And me and him do two tunes for Dennis Brown. One name, Wood from a Fire, written by me. And one name, Rentman, written by him. Mm-hmm. 
But we still got give Sly a little check before that. But Sly kind of box. Sly not ready for it yet. Yeah. You know me, I go meet Sly. Remember, I know Sly from White House, I born in my past. Very, 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 blah, 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 blah. So the first is now gets close to Sly now. Me and Rose go check him one man in a channel one. And he must screw up him jump. And sit down on the jump and I screw it up. Mm-hmm. And when we walk up to him, him hold up him head sideways so. up. And he said, what, Michael? Michael said, what, Mbaya? That's like me and Mbaya too, you know. We have a lot of different names, you know, the whole of it. Mm-hmm. Michael said, what, Mbaya? And he put back down his head and I screw up him jump. And he hold up him head again. And he look for me. And him say, I would that Michael. Mm-hmm. And Michael say, I don't key you now. And me and him are sing now, you know. And man, a man no have me as singer, you know. Man have me as road boy, you know. Mm-hmm. So now they tell Sly. You, Michael, are so much singer. Mm-hmm. And out there. I have a studio and thing and thing. You know, you understand? I tell me about how you and Ducky are sing now. We read the whole thing from Sly face, you know. So when Sly say, oh, that Michael, and him say, Ducky, you know. It's like fly sly face. I said when Sly I said ducky. You don't need no man to see. Big and anyhow, so Sly now vice way. Mm-hmm. Okay, we are going to check him and try because we go meet him a man in time after we done run. We go a sly yard and do any part of meetings. And him sister, while green banana and cabbage give it. See it because I never see a man eat green banana and cabbage now in life, so yet. Mm-hmm. That's why you sleep every morning. And we make sure to catch Sly in the yard to eat some of that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes my sister give me a little food. She cut her eye off of me. And shook the plate for me. Because I make sure you know, you have to get up your roast food. Mm-hmm. And we are going to like every morning after we train him. We just run from the so go out in the park. Mm-hmm. So my sister don't like the sight of us and her ass. As I was saying to myself, so now get big and show off on the girl. Anyhow, that's our history. So, it's when we do the two tune for Dennis Brown. Wood from a fire. Mm-hmm. And rent, man, because before the album we do for Jamies, you know. Mm-hmm. That a tear down England underground, you know. Okay. That a tear down every dance in England, you know, underground, you know. And, and now, play a Jamaica because you're the tricky night now. Johnny's used to carry a tune in England for release them. Mm-hmm. And you are Jamaica, don't hear them or don't know nothing of them. Only if a man go there and come back and say, Look, you are the big man in England, you know. My tune I mash up England for three years. Mm. And we don't have a clue. Because enough man now go to England yet. Mm-hmm. Only the pirate them are going to England like Bonnie Lee and Nine and some more pirates. Mm-hmm. So we know most of the singer them don't know where they are going. It's when you go to England for the first time, you go find so then what you know? The big star of England. Mm-hmm. So by a, either hear them tune that up. 
But in them days, the sing over cover song was the other of the day. Yes. And we as a new fresh singer come up and do 10 original, 8 original for Jamis from the album. And we sing over Sun is Shining, which was a Bob Marley song. Mm -hmm. And we sing a song named African Love, which was not my song. Mm -hmm. And that first album, Love Crisis, which was the name of the album, that was a song that we took from Michael Catilag out of that 22 song. Okay, so that was originally his song. Yes, because out of that 22 song, Michael had sing before me and in Link Up. Mm -hmm. We took two songs from that catalog. We did over two songs from that catalog, which was Love Crisis. Mm -hmm. And when we start work for Sly, we did Guess Who Is Coming to Dinner. Yes, we're not ready for that part there yet. So, as I said, with that, because that was down in the when you guys were on fire, guess who's coming for dinner? So, sure, we're not ready for that, that part. Yeah. We're, we're not really ready talk about that yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen to this now. Mm -hmm. Sly, when Sly hear wood from a fire mm -hmm. and rent, man, it's like him have to start pay attention now. Mm -hmm. What we do for Dennis Brown? And him say, all right, here we are. I'm going to give him a session, you know. Then days are now in a muscle. Get them on side and then on the thing. Yeah, I go have no say, he's a gambler. So we still not too hungry, but sometimes we still hungry, you know. It's hard for Michael Rose, you know. Mm -hmm. Michael got Rose got to a stage when we look for an my brethren, man, water run out of my eye, man. I have some history about the history. I have to go in my book in a muzzle. Hmm. You know, when it comes to the history with me and Michael Rose and certain people, I have in my book. Yeah. So I have to kind of sidestep certain history. Okay, let me ask you this. When did he come up with the ad libs, his infamous ad libs now? How did he come up and when did he come up with those? I think I think Sly introduced him to an album by the name with Nina Simone. Mm -hmm. If he, he have one and two slur before that in those 22 songs, you know. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Because when he do those 22 songs, it's still a link with Sly, you know. Mm -hmm. thing say, you understand, maybe he do one song for Sly or whatever. But I think that's those slur, he mastered them slur there when Sly introduced him to a Nina Simone album. You know? And if he not live in dread, you know, in a, in a living dread, I create some of those slur too. And with him putting some of him slur. If you listen living dread, you know, serious slur, man. Some of those slur was mine. God, that song was written by me. Mm -hmm. So I start pay attention now. And in give you a session. And that session was sunny shining. And next Bob Marley song. Mm-hmm. I me assure Rose that Rose me not really in the sing over thing with Baya, you know. Because we have all the original tune and we tune them, but I mean, I'll take the sing over part, like Tomlin's them, and all of them singers there. We get caught up in the sing over business. Because if you sing over tune and get famous, you know, you have to keep on the street there. Eh? 
because that's what that's what made you famous in the first place. All right. So after we do sun is shining and him want me and Rose do a tune him Aquarius. And me and show him say, boy, I'm not sing that, you know. Because he's a man now, as a general, of my own mind. And me and show him say, I'm not sing that. And I think one day, them send me for Puma. Puma in the play now. After sun is shining, Puma in the play now. Back up a bit then. How did you meet Puma? Because now, is it still just you and Michael Rose as a group? You needed a third member? Mm-hmm. Okay. And the, the thing with Puma now, she's a female. You guys had strictly males. And she's American. So The reason why that, why that happened now, whenever I draw for a third person, mm-hmm. who was having problem now with the harmonic, uh, with the third person, mm-hmm. by that time I could sing harmony good now, mm-hmm. you know. But sometimes we tend to sing. We call it when you sing the same thing. When you yam and the man sing the same thing, you have a name for it. Okay. If you're going to a man's studio and sing that, you run it out of the studio and ban you. Mm-hmm. You remember them call that muscle man? No. When you man sing the same thing, man. I remember harmony, one man of a tenor, alto, you know, falsetta. So I used to have problem more time. The young man I never have no problem with was Jeez. When young Jeez are singing harmony, because Jeez was a very good harmony singer. Jeez could have hold him, you understand? Stay upon where he stay upon. Mm-hmm. So I say to myself, say, you know something. I watch Bunny and do all of them, and I say, you know something. I think I should have seen with a girl in the car here. Them call it unicy. Mm-hmm. Okay. When two people are seeing the same thing, mm-hmm. and a man stop the position and run out of the studio and say, Boy, every time you come in here, you are seeing unicy. Better tell us about me. I don't want to use you. Just not come out of the studio. So, hear me do now. Me say to myself, No, car. I say, You know, something I'm going to get a female. Because if me and the female even sing unison, it going to be good because a female have a different tone from a male. Mm-hmm. So as much as me and her are singing the same thing, it may sound beautiful. Mm-hmm. Is me come get unison singing popular in a Jamaica, you know? <laughs> because it's unison black horror sing. Because, but it's because there was a female voice and a male voice. Nanar is singing the same thing. Mm-hmm. The same falsetta. The same whatever. But it's two different tones. Mm. So when you hear it, it's beautiful. And I deal with sound. Mm-hmm. Come more time, you sing, you only say, Nanar. And Amanda say, but, but Yanara sing the same thing. And I say, yeah. Mm-hmm. You listen with singing, I want to sing harmony, you know. Mm-hmm. And you can listen back the song then. You never know when you sing from Puma car. No for them song, they are shining and them song there. When you hear them and think it's Puma sing. It's me I sing. Mm-hmm. Me and Puma sing falsetta. Can I learn the falsetta from Bonnie Wheelers. Mm-hmm. 
Ampita. So, you'd ask me how I meet Puma. Yes. Back to Kojo Brown, my mentor. He know you named Joel, which is Puma's husband. Mm -hmm. One day, I didn't go check Joel for Hope Road, and when we go there, we lick two chalices with Joel. I hear a girl are singing at the kitchen. And she has sing to the album named Kaya. Remember Bob Marley's first album for Chris Blackwell? Mm-hmm. I not signed to Chris yet, you know. Mm-hmm. She has sing to the album Kaya. And I said, Joel, who does that sing? Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm a wife, you know. And I said, your wife? I family everyone who say you're married. He said, yeah, man, I'm married to an American girl, you know. She just come here and said, I'm married to her, you know. He said, yeah. She sound good, you know. And you know what I mean? I look at a woman sing off a sing with. Yeah, man, come on, change up the sound, you know. I look at a woman sing off a sing with, you know. Ray, ray, ray. Mm-hmm. And then, we have a little name them time there. And then get excitement, excited, and I said, what? And then call her. And she come out of the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I said, my girl, the sound good, you know. She has sing on it to Kaya. I'm saying no more want a girl to sing with it. Beautiful American girl, you know. First American girl I ever meet, you know. Mm-hmm. Beautiful brown, you know. <laughs> Great Puma Jones, a true Rasta woman, man. As she Rita, as she Judy and Rita, and both of them Rasta woman there in a Jamaica. Take her dress code on stage and them thing there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to more sing with me, you know. She kind of if and but and she said, I'm not a singer, you know. I'm a dancer. So I said, who is, who is dancing? So she danced with Ross Michael yes. and the son Daphne Gus. Mm-hmm. And she still did that. I said, boy, she's not a singer. And her husband said to her, I said, let me tell you something. You see, if Doki Simpson say you can't sing, mm-hmm. you can't sing. You stop telling me about your dancer. If Doki seems to say you can't sing, you can't sing. And you need, and you need to link up. And I saw Puma have joined the group. Bam, we have Puma woke up now. What star do you come now overnight now? Mm-hmm. We do some Bam and Slice and have a session with you, know, you know. Say, all right. Go to studio. Light like a half. Sometimes we he go, you know. Mm-hmm. We'll want the break, you know. Go through there again the next time. The light lock off. Now ghost kinda get frost and thing and buy us say, no man I watch nothing, man. Famous you know, have a famous, you know. It's like cut off on the two times, a great you now a great, you know. <laughs> and the third time would buy a come for me. I try to remember if it was Christmas morning. And he drive up our car and see me on the road and say, What happened, gangster? I miss the day, you know. I dream my life. Uh, what people call me the gangster, you know. Never rob anything yet. Never do anything. The time I've had a fight in my life is when me and that guy fight over Bob Marley. So I get all these names. Mm-hmm. Gangster, General, you know, Dan Carleone. Mm-hmm. It's just who I look. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I don't know why people here bring us this tough guy <laughs> and this hard, you know. But yeah. that was the next door. My friend and the tough still. Mm-hmm. And we we'll go to the session, and that session was General Penitentiary, China Girl, Abashan, Leaving to Zion. I think we did eight song. That All of those songs came out at that session, boss? Yeah. Showcase. I don't remember the session took one day or it took two days, but that, that, that budget song that we gave, Sly, mm-hmm. after Sun is Shining, was our second va- session with Sly. And we did eight song. And that eight song was the showcase, the great showcase. Mm-hmm. Shiny girl. I write that. From my girlfriend, Juliet. Abortion. I write that. Um, Jesus, no, didn't no come yet. Mm-hmm. General Penitentiary. And me and Rose write that. And uh, yes, sir. Abortion was banned from the album. And we blew up big time. China Girl and them sang the now and I have a around the place now. I turn real superstar now, big now. Mm-hmm. And thing and four number one. I'm on the chart, one, two, three, four. And Ray and blah, blah. And when we drop now the scene now, we liquid culture and diamonds. Culture and diamond was the reigning Raining thing. Mm-hmm. That's even the, the morning when we all do that session, they will stop. Now, Michael, stop a diamond yard and lick two chalice with diamond. I don't know what a studio start the session. So I say, oh, no sound like diamond, so man. Mm-hmm. Cut out that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just like, you know, it's a diamond yard where I come from. And now, we blow up, we blow up now big time. I like them a year about we know people years now and then now. When them song they blow up now, then Jamie's song from England now. What we do a couple years ago, Jamie's LP. Mm-hmm. Jump up to now. That's mm. a song, big up song, you know. Mm-hmm. Because so, that album there had on I Love King Selassie I, and those songs there. That is Jamie's album, yeah. Yes, yes. Because it seemed like, yeah. Because it seemed like all of those songs came out at the same time. Even though, as you said, slide them, they had a different set of songs, and Jamie's had songs from years the before. The reason why it sound that you remember, I tell you that Jamie that me sang them in England, playing mm-hmm. underground, and we was famous in England. Mm-hmm. Not famous, 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 but we were playing in England in every dance, mm-hmm. underground, black hole, some serious dub. That is why Jamie released a 125 version of Black Hole. You see that 10 song you do on the album there for Jamie's? Mm-hmm. He released a 125 single. And released my album five times. So when you say with the singles, I guess there's remixes and this version and that. Collaboration. Mm-hmm. Every artist in Jamaica depend. Me and them are collaborate. All them, they're from Rhythm. Mm-hmm. Oriya Sandy, Sisla, 
every whole of them. Because I'm telling you, it's 125 single release off of that album, you know. From 125 from and I have the documents make I take it out and show you uh wait for me to, when I see you see ya see ya 125 I will show you a 125 black hole single mm-hmm. on this see it take my friend 30 years it take one of my white friend mm-hmm. 30 years research Hmm. All of this. See? When I see you in the flesh, I will show it and you got through it. Yeah. And this is all a Black Hole song, them. Hmm. I, I, do fa- I do six albums for Ireland and then turn it in a party. Yeah. I have all of them things I have to show you. And I have all of the CD, them too. Mm-hmm. I have the 125. I have all of the CD, them. So this is not no full talk. I have it, but I have the, I have the single them one where I just show you from mm-hmm. paper. All of the single them were released, and I have it from CD. <laughs> My friend Jamie's released a hundred and twenty-five remix, or where you want call them collaboration, or where you want call them man them the family rhythm. And rare. Okay, so then this is the question for you. Out of this 125, this albums and stuff, were you guys compensated or were you guys compensated the way you guys feel you should have been? And it's so funny, you know. You know, say so I can't carry belly for nobody, you know. Because during my career, you know, muscle, I do earn a cent, you know. And that is an ex history again. Because I tell you, say, if we're going to the thing of the world, you ever there, you know. That 125 release, where Jamie release off of my album as singles and collaboration, and my album five times. Jamie, don't give me a dollar. I'm a friend still. Him is a man who call me shot mm-hmm. and chew me can't carry belly. If me see Jamie now, I'm a big, big friend, see him here. But me now go shut up my mouth and go on like me now go talk. Because the history this. So. Me never earn no money from Jamies, and it's not him one. Mm-hmm. See, I don't earn a cent from Ireland. I don't earn a cent we're from ready. Ireland. We're not ready for Ireland yet. <laughs> I want to. Yes, I want to go up until thing there because you said right now, okay, the hundred. I want to show case now. Right? Mm-hmm. All right, now showcase release now, and the single them release first, and. Sly, I send them go get Michael Rose, brother. Mm-hmm. In uh, Canada. Okay. Name Rap Rose. And this was the time now when Michael Rose, brother, start deal with them, start take stock. Because I more time I want to put on a pattern thing. Mm-hmm. I'm Mr. Michael, call Rap now. And him call Rap. Rap dish him dirt. Hmm. Can't get not even a pound of flour from rap. And I say, brother, cool, E man. A, B, C, B, G, and Ray, Ray, Ray. And Slyer sends the song, them go give him, and he release them, and he must slide them, and go on, and thing, and thing, and 
when Michael, when some serious, we name start called serious now, rap right, Michael a letter. Michael show me the letter. And tell Michael self a flash left ducky, kind of need ducky, and come to Canada. But at that time, Michael used to depend upon me musically so much and financially. That's you could tell Michael nothing negative about Ducky. Not even slide him, could have moved him from Ducky. Because when I tell you, the man them have me as more rude boy, them not have me as no singer. And if you tell the truth in a Muslim, I don't want the man to have me as no singer, you know. Because I don't like singer, you know. I'm eating enough singer because them wicked, you know. I'm a feast of the, the wickedest set of people, you know. Are the people in entertainment, you know. The singer and the producer, them, you know. The, the, them, them wicked more than tax. So me is a man, me is not a singer. Me is just a man who can sing. I got you. Guys, me come check your muscle, you know. And you said, no, come check my muscle. Me I play some music over my place. And we eat some food, some fish and thing. And, and you see through your nose and you come, you start spinning pure black hole. And you said, me draw down. You tell, just tell all my crony, say, watch ya. Tell the muscle to stop playing black hole, you know. I don't want to hear that, you know. And between me, I'll say something now, you never hear no man say it. That's why I tell you, I'm not a singer. I don't even like hear my tune, them. What? Because when I hear my tune, them, I get embarrassed. Why you say that? You got to explain that there. Then muscle. Mm -hmm. A man singing make, singing make me, singing fuck up my head, you know. Singing get me almost mentally disturbed and weird, you know, because I watch you. It's the work when me put on muscle, when me slung all my life and dream them things as I you. And it's the work when me put on and, and, and realize that I don't earn a cent. But if like a man sitting at a table, see black hole, you know, Grammy, and I show him some Lego that, you know. Hmm. See? Because a man has said, see black hole, yeah. I'm a helicopter for park and the house stop there, so. Hmm. When I come check you, I'm a helicopter, I'm a flying now. Hmm. Because I earn them money there. See? My album Red sell make over half a billion US. See, I'm never say a statement in my life. You know, so I send some documents come give about my album Red. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Yep. You know, you know, you know, you know so I send a WhatsApp with the, with, with, the, with the history of the album Red come give. Yep. All right. So I don't like your mind. You see, I just do it for public food in my part. Anting, uh, anting, you know, you see singing, you know, get to, you know, get to take care of my youth, them. Oh, me, want to take care of my youth, them, you know. Because my youth, them, should have born, come see billions of dollars, you know. You know, seeing, because I, I, I earn it, and I do the work. Seeing? So, when me I come check you, and me, you know, your car, I drive. Nobody put in a black hole, Rasta. I don't want to hear that in a muscle. Take out that and put in something else. Because as when I say, when I slow more time and think, you know. But I just choose me militant and me proud. Me, me never turn cooked, you know. Because that is the next history again in the morrow. Me did the when the coca bust out, you know. Mm -hmm. when me meet, me didn't reach the so yet, me I go too fast. Mm -hmm. Okay, I, listen. I, this is what I want from you. This is how we're going to end this part here. Up to the Puma, because right now, Sly, Sly them, they're just producing. They're not part of the group yet. I want to know when they think... Who was not part of the group yet? 
Sly and Robbie. They weren't a part I of didn't them. know. I didn't know they were a part of the group, Muscle. Mm -hmm. Can you believe that? What do you mean? You're right, Chad. You're right, Chad. That's what I mean. Sly and Robbie was Black Horror without my knowledge. You understand? Mm -hmm. And everybody by this time now is telling Michael, you don't need Ducky. Because most lead singer is very cocky. Mm -hmm. And them things are them better than the Mormon singer. That's why them leave the group so often and leave the Mormon singer. And now, showcase Shiny Girl and them tune the general penitentiary is mashing up the world. Every time now that is in, now you don't need Ducky. You don't need Ducky. See him? So it's no fighter one. No fighter one because my present and my steps. As what Gregory that say, mm -hmm. he's the first man who screw and win Grammy. <laughs> and when me and Gregory meet up in a them talk that we talk, you know. Mm -hmm. Gregory has about rude boy. Tell me something. You don't know that singer. Who you get so famous? <laughs> you know what I mean? You are the first man to screw and win the Grammy. Crazy. Yeah. This time here, did you go? Did you guys start performing now? Now that you guys have all right. My mafia friend them now. Were, they, they, my crew now, some of my crew now is living in Kansas City. Mm -hmm. If I tell you something, you know, muscle. <laughs> The information of my book, you know, get a little one, yeah. You know, so the first time I go to America, muscle, I go as a hit man. <laughs> we, what Here is a man going to America who never even hurt a mosquito yet, <laughs> never fire a gun yet. And I am on a plane going to America with some top notch gangster by the name of Curlo. Expangla. Spangy. Expangla. Tiger. A detective who leave him work for this mission. And who else? And I am in the school flying to Kansas City because a guy shoot with Dan, which is Scorpion. And we're going up there to defend it. Mm -hmm. After I jump, because by this time it's signed to island now. I don't want island. the island yet. I don't, eh? want the, I don't want the island yet. We're not ready for island. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sir. We're, we're ending this episode as you get to island, because that right there. All right, so we're ending by showcase. The first show now is them, them gangster mafia guys, and my friend, them came down for holiday. And we were kicking back and him said to me, say, Yambino said to me, say, Doc, this is a big show that we're going to keep on watching next week. I'm a bridge and I keep it, you know. Mm -hmm. He said, yeah. Which in bridge was cancelers. And he must say, we can't get your roast on it. We can't get to on it, you know. And I said, well, you can't get me on the show, Scott. And look at that show, they well advertised and he said, no, man, Kansleckle, I'm a friend. Mm -hmm. And him called Kansleckle, one more week left for the show. 
And them call cancel it and make cancel it no say. Put my brethren them on it. And cancel it put up on the show. Watch it in a, in a theater. And we do the show the night. And this is where we all get discovered now by a girl named Denise Mills. She was Island Record CEO. A seven foot Russian Gestapo white girl. She about seven foot. And she looked like one of them Russian Gestapo. Mm -hmm. And a she care with the Chris Blackwell. And this is where we end this conversation right here. This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusichunt.com.